Welcome to another edition of Northwestern Outdoors Radio, the award-winning show covering fishing, hunting, conservation, destinations, and other outdoors recreation across the greater Northwest. Northwestern Outdoors is brought to you by Max Lur, Sportsman's Warehouse, Sina Sea Seafood, Wallowa County Chamber of Commerce, and the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program. And now, let's see what's happening this week with your host, John Cruz. Welcome aboard. I am glad you're here. I've been getting some emails asking how things went for my best friend, Rusty Johnson, and I at the Limit Out Performance Marine Big Bass Tournament that was held at Mardon Resort and Potholes Reservoir. Well, I can tell you that we did not win. <laughs> Let's put it that way. In fact, another cold front and high winds once again greeted us on tournament day, and I was fishing reaction baits, had no luck. Three of the four places we went, we found no fish at all. My buddy Rusty, uh, he did get some bites and got a fish using a frog in one of the places we went to. He also hooked and lost what may well have been a, a money fish, a four-pound bass, and yeah, he might have cried himself to sleep that night. The next day, we were one of the last boats out, so we decided to try for smallmouth bass, and Rusty in particular got into them, and later in the morning, we both did, but we never got anything over a pound and a half. So even though we had a great time in a crowded field of 117 boats, we didn't cash any checks again. That's okay, though. We're going to tell you who the winners were and give you more details about this event when we talk to Chris Ferry with Limit Out Performance Marine, who was the tournament director for this very well-run event. You'll hear from him towards the end of the show. I can tell you I did have a much better fishing trip at Lake Roosevelt last week, went to a fish camp put on by our friends at Max Lure, and got to go out in a boat with my friend Richie Herod. He is the man behind the Northwest Outdoorsman television show. He's got a nice Lund boat. He knows how to catch walleye, and we both got into them really well. As a matter of fact, we ended up catching around 17 walleye and a nice smallmouth bass before the day is done. We'll tell you more about that fishing trip, how we caught them, and about Richie's show in just a few minutes. Someone else who was at that fish camp was Eric Arnold, longtime pro staffer and sales rep for Max Lure. He actually not only caught a bunch of walleye, he caught a bunch of smallmouth bass to include a dandy three-and-a-half-pounder. He'll tell you how he did it using a lure from Max Lure that caught both species of fish. And it being summer, we've got to talk salmon fishing. And one place you really should go, especially if you're looking for big salmon, that would be the Rogue River down by Gold Beach in Oregon. And the Rogue River Salmon Derby is once again taking place in August this year. And Mary Duncan will join us later in the show to tell you all the details about this derby and the volunteer salmon hatchery that it benefits. This is a great derby for a great cause. And if you're looking for a summer vacation idea, I really think this would be a great one. You don't even need a boat to compete. On top of this, we've got our Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week for you. And, as always, another edition of Sportsman Spotlight with David Sparks. Seasoned hunter Ted Cook takes his son elk hunting for the very first time. David Sparks, Sportsman Spotlight. The first day out, my son went with my buddy, and they got within 100 yards of a great big bull elk, which was screaming, bugling, and that was really exciting. And then the next day, my son and I went out together. We went up to this drainage bottom, and we kept running into the critters. We ran into a little muley buck at first light, but he couldn't quite get there. And then we ran into a great big bull feeding, and we backed off, and I set up and tried to call him in, and the bull never came. And as the sun came up, we heard bulls bugling on the ridges either side of the 
the bottom of our drainage. They're all moving up drainage to go to bed at the head of the drainage below the mountain peak. By this time, we're trailing them and we're calling and they're bugling back, but they're not going to come. So we hiked up the ridge on one side, joined my buddy for lunch and took a little nap. And then my son and I bailed back off to the drainage bottom, went up the other side to a springhead that I knew about from hunting there previously. And I thought, you know, with all these elk up the drainage, let's sit at the springhead and see what happens. We found a good spot to set up and we sat and sat and man, we kept hearing elk footsteps and elk cow calls and bull bugles all around us. But we never saw an elk. This is towards four, five, six o'clock at night. And finally, I'm like, we need to step out because they're just not coming into this one spot here, even though it's a draw, it's a springhead. So my son takes two steps out from the cover and freezes. And he goes, dad, don't move. And I look up and a calf elk stands out. And my son had never killed an elk. And he's hunting with a bow. Like I say, any animal with a bow is a trophy. And so he takes a shot at this calf and misses high. So is that the end of the story? Absolutely not. Tune in tomorrow. Hope you enjoyed Sportsman Spotlight. I'm David Sparks. Let us be totally honest about a very important subject. Agriculture is amongst the most important industries in the world. Everybody has to eat, and what you are eating formulates who you are. And it doesn't matter who you are. You should be aware of the trends, the science, the issues surrounding all things agriculture. That's where the Ag Informationist comes in. We diligently cover every aspect of agriculture on a daily basis. It's our passion. It's our job. It is our commitment. The Ag Information Network, covering over half of the nation's potato acres and a third of the nation's wheat. We've been bringing news and information to these Pacific Northwest producers for 40 years on 73 radio stations. With the large amount of farmland that our network covers, our region's farmers are on the go, tuning in behind the wheel of a truck or tractor. The Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism lasting for the next generation. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter and has what you need as a hunter, angler, hiker, paddler, camper, and outdoors enthusiast. They also carry an extensive assortment of firearms and ammunition you simply can't find anymore at many big box stores. On top of that, their knowledgeable staff is here to help you purchase the right gear so you can get the most out of your outdoor experience. Visit your local Sportsman's Warehouse store today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. I'm gonna take you fishing, honey. You're gonna love it. Gonna get up before the sun. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you bail, it'll float. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz, and we are broadcasting on the water. We are on Lake Roosevelt, that huge impoundment of the Columbia River in northeast Washington. And the person I am fishing with today is Richie Harrod. He is the host and producer of the Northwest Outdoorsman. Richie, welcome to the show, and thanks for taking me fishing today. Oh, it's been a lot of fun, John. Glad to have you on board. Well, it has been a lot of fun. You know, it's been a, a good morning so far. We've got six walleye in the boat, and they're all perfect eater size, too. Oh, yeah. This, you know, that's the nice thing about Lake Roosevelt is there's a numerous fish up here, a lot of fish, generous limit, and they're just perfect size for eating. <laughs> Let's tell our listeners how we're catching them today. So what we're doing today is we're using uh, bottom bouncers, and we're fishing with the Smile Blade, Slow Death, various colors. And what we're trying to do is uh, match a crawdad pattern, because what we're noticing is that's what's in their bellies. They're, they're eating a lot of crawdads, so we're using colors that match that. 
Well, I'll tell you what, folks, that Max Smileblade Slow Death Rig, it is money. And as you've heard on the show, we've had guide Shelby Ross on before, who swears by this lure. We were talking to Carla Hunsley about catching walleye at Fort Peck Reservoir in Montana last week. She swears by this lure, and so does Richie. What do you think makes it work so good? Well, I think that it's the presentation. First of all, the smile blade, which always gives whatever lure that you're using some wobble. And so that gives some attraction. And then the second thing is the slow death hook itself. When you put the worm on it and you pinch the worm so that you have a little short worm, the whole thing will roll. And so um, the combination of the attraction and the roll, I think, is what works really well. And the great thing is with smile blade, there's so many colors you can match whatever the fish are eating. Well, it has indeed worked, and I'm kind of excited because last night you treated us, and there's some other folks up here from Max Lure. It's kind of a little Max Lure fish camp we've got going on here at Lake Roosevelt. Uh, You dished up some absolutely delicious walleye fish tacos. Tell our listeners how you make those because I loved them. (laughs) Well, you can find the recipe on our website, HarrodOutdoors.com, under the Recipes tab. It's actually the third recipe down called Walleye Tacos. And essentially what it is is a a dredge where you use flour, egg, and panko, and then our lemon and dill season, which, you know, I might be biased, but I think it's what really makes it the best. And you just fry those up, and then whatever corn or flour tortillas you want to use, cabbage, whatever cheese, and then our fin and field sauce, which kind of is the the kicker. Oh, the fin and field sauce, you've got to buy this. And that's for sale at HarrodOutdoors.com, isn't it? Yep, both the lemon and dill and the fin and field sauce. When you buy the fin and field sauce, it comes in a dry package, and it tells you exactly how to make it. So you just dump the package into mayonnaise, add some jalapenos, mix it up, and man, you'll be hooked. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am. That's for darn sure. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your television show. So you've got a new home on Root Sports. Yep. Folks have been trying to figure out where we went to. Of course, uh, many folks know that uh, NBC Sports closed doors, and so we moved over to Root Sports. Uh, We aired there last year. We'll be airing again uh, this fall. Got some great shows coming up, elk hunting, bird hunting, fishing, of course. So we're looking forward to the new show season. So you've filmed six episodes so far for the new season. Why don't you briefly talk about them? We'll start off with the hunting episodes. So we have a really great elk hunting episode. I'm a little, again, a little biased about this one because it's with my family, my cousins, and they're taking their daughters out for their first elk hunts. And so we're on horseback in eastern Oregon elk hunting, and and you get to see us uh, get an elk for one of the girls actually two of the girls and so then my cousin and I went out on a quail hunt and we did that here in eastern Washington and that's going to be a lot of fun as well with the setters that seeing the dogs work a lot of fun like that so then I went down to Medford Oregon and hunted with the guys from Workshart for turkey and we had a great time it's a really unique habitat situation down there lots of oaks lots of turkeys what a blast Pun intended. You're listening to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. We're talking to Richie Harrod, the host of the Northwest Outdoorsman. You can catch his show on Root Sports. What's the day and time they air? Usually we're on Saturdays at 6.30 or 7 o'clock, and uh, we'll have that scheduled pretty soon. All right. And that's not the only platform you air on. You've got older shows that air on different platforms too, don't you? Yep. We're on five different networks. Uh, we're on Root Sports. We're on AT&T Sportsnet rocky mountain region we're on bally sports which used to be fox but now is bally sports midwest 
Wild TV in Canada and then NCW Life Channel in Wenatchee. And also we're on Outdoor Action TV, Amazon Prime, and our YouTube channel. All sorts of places to watch the Northwest Outdoorsmen. All right, let's talk about the fishing episodes you've got coming up for this fall. We had a great trip over to the coast and uh, did a coho salmon trip with uh, Dwayne England. That's going to be a lot of fun. Fishing over there is something I did a lot when I was younger, so it kind of brought back a lot of memory for me, you know, going over there and doing that. Bobber fishing for coho on the river. What a blast. Oh, yeah. A lot of fun. <clears throat> and then uh, Britain and... Bobby Loomis from Max Lure. We went up to Kettle Falls and walleye fished. Yeah, that's a really fun episode as well. The fishing, like I said, here in Lake Roosevelt is really good. And there's a lot of fish, again, with generous limits. It's a great thing for families to do. And so we had a great time up there just as friends fishing. So we're, we're doing that. And then we went up to Curlew Lake to ice fish with um, Bobby and Robin Schindelar, who are also Max Lure pro staffers. And fish through the ice for perch and trout and that's a beautiful lake if folks if folks haven't been to that part of northeast washington i highly recommend that's a great place to go perch are abundant in that lake it's a fun thing to do in the winter time and they're great size and great eating well it's a great place to go the rest of the year too it's one of the few lakes in the northwest that has tiger muskie in it and it's got three resorts and it's also got a great state park so plenty of places to stay and it is you're right beautiful country lots of wildlife too in the area especially deer there's deer everywhere up there yeah there is there really is in fact they were going across the ice when we were filming Oh, okay. That's really cool, I have to admit. All right, so we've got the six episodes for this fall. You've got all sorts of platforms to watch older episodes, too. We should talk about your other show that's going to be available in digital content. Yeah, so a few years back, folks may have seen Herod's Cookhouse Field Table. And this is a spinoff from the one-minute recipe segments that we have in the Northwest Outdoorsman, but it was an entire half-hour episode where we show folks how to cook fish and wild game. We did that from uh, 2018 to 19 or 2017-18, I can't remember. And uh, then we stopped making it and just continued with the one-minute recipe segments. And now uh, I'm bringing it back, a little different format. It'll be just on the Herod Outdoors YouTube channel for now. And what we do is travel around the Northwest here and visit with different chefs that have some great recipes that will work well for fish and wild game. And then we go back and adapt that recipe for something that we're making using our seasonings uh, or instead of beef we would use elk or something like that so that's kind of the format they're kind of short you know 14 15 minutes so they're informative and, and a lot of fun you get to learn about places around the northwest too well and you actually just filmed one down in the dalles at the bargeway pub tell our listeners a little bit about that episode yeah so that was a lot of fun my wife and i went down there and met the owners at bargeway pub they're right on the river in the dalles beautiful setting outdoor seating and the chef there cooked for us a steak with a marsala mushroom sauce oh yum it was wonderful and so we're going to show how to do that with elk and we changed it up a little bit added a few other seasonings uh, with the chef's advice about how to adapt it a little bit and so uh, that will also appear in that episode with my cousins as a one-minute segment 
Oh, I can't wait to watch that. No, I'm not going to watch it on an empty stomach, that's for sure. Wind's starting to kick up here, so we've got to go. But folks, again, if you want to find out more about what's going on in the world of Richie Herod, just go to his website, herodoutdoors.com. That's H-A-R-R-O-D, outdoors.com. And catch the Northwest Outdoorsman Saturday mornings at either 6.30 or 7 a.m. on the Root Sports Network. And we've definitely got to go because we are getting a bite. Thanks again, Richie. Yep, you bet, John. Get it. You're going to love it. Going to get up before the sun. Rise above us. Got a bamboo pole and a leaky boat. It ain't much, but if you bail, it'll float. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Anglers are getting a raise this year with the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program and the fish are biting. Here's how it works. First, register at a pike minnow station along the Columbia or Snake River. Next, go fishing for pike minnow and bring back all of them that measure 9 inches or longer. The fish are worth 6 8 or $10, and the more fish you catch, the more each one is worth. Keep an eye out for tagged fish, too, because those are worth 500 bucks. Go fishing, make money, and have fun. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. back with more of the great outdoors on Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. It's time for another Max Minute brought to you every week by Max Lure and we have got Eric Arnold, longtime pro staffer and sales rep for Max Lure with us here today. Eric, always great to see you. Glad to be here. So I was fishing in one boat, you were fishing in a boat right next to me here at Lake Roosevelt, and you, sir, were definitely a multi-species threat. Most of us were catching walleye, and you caught a dandy walleye and several other walleye too, but you were also smacking the bass. How big was the biggest one you got? Uh, Biggest was about three and a half pounds. You caught how many total smallmouth bass today? Uh, Five. And you did all of this using the Max Smileblade Slow Death Rig tip with a Nightcrawler. This is supposed to be a walleye lure. Why are you having so much success catching smallies? Well, it's probably because what I did was I went with a really small gold Smileblade. With, um, I used a chartreuse, like two chartreuse beads, single hook on there. And the reason I went with a smaller Smileblade is to where that bait would fall closer to the bottom for those lazy fish. I just felt like they, they didn't want to come up and chase anything. So three-quarter ounce bottom bouncer with about almost about three and a half feet a liter on it. And then crawling it slow with a full night crawler. You know, and that's one of the great things about Max products. You can play with them and rig them up exactly like you said, the way you want to. I mean, you can use that slow death hook, hook up the beads you want, hook up the smile blade you want, make the colors you want to imitate whatever forage base you want, and you're in business. And like you proved today, it doesn't just catch walleye, it catches smallmouth bass, and a three and a half pounder, that's nothing to sneeze at. No. Well, in tournaments stuff like that, sometimes I'll use a Carolina rig for bass, and I'll throw a little smile blade in front of my lizard or whatever I'm trolling, or I should say dragging, because it gives a little extra action, a little more movement, more of a head shake, kind of like the guys are using with the chatterbaits, but it's different. It's also has, it's just the sonic vibrations of it that works really good. All right. Well, there you go, folks. Max Lure, they don't just make walleye, trout, kokanee, salmon, and steelhead gear. They make stuff that'll catch bass, too. And as you just heard from Eric, quite a few of them. Thanks for sharing this with us today, Eric. 
Hot summer nights mean hot morning fishing for sockeye here in the Northwest, and Max Lure Company has got what you need to catch a limit with the Double D Dodger and two great sockeye rigs. The Double D Dodger has a unique, fast, slow action and can be fished away from the boat without a side planer. The Cha-Cha Sockeye Rig and Double Whammy Sockeye Pro both feature a patented smile blade and two stout red hooks that won't let go of that salmon when it bites. Max Lure Company, getting you into the sockeye this summer. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. Public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. He said we're right on him. Without missing a beat, you'll drop your line down to 42 feet. If you don't screw up, it won't be long. Someone in this boat's going to sing Fish On. Fish On. You're back in with Northwestern Outdoors Radio. I'm John Cruz, and I'll tell you what. If you're looking for a summer vacation idea, and you like to fish, and you love the Oregon coast, I've got just the thing for you. It's the 13th annual Curry Andermus Fisherman's Rogue River Salmon Derby. It's taking place Wednesday, August 10th through Saturday, August 13th, followed by a banquet in Gold Beach in southern Oregon at the mouth of the Rogue River. With us here to tell you more about it is Mary Duncan. Mary, great to have you back on the show. Great to be back. I love talking about this tournament because it's not the biggest fish that wins this one. This is a blind bogey tournament. Explain what that means. Basically, the blind bogey is we have everyone who has caught a fish that's within the range. It has to be over 10 pounds that's caught here on the Rogue River. Can't be out in the ocean. Just have to be right here, either in the bay or upriver a bit. And they all go into a hat, and then the one that is closest to the poundage on the date of the first salmon derby, that's the winning fish. And it could be anything. It just kind of depends on what comes out of the hat. Right. I understand. What are the prizes generally? We have cash prizes and also gear. So the first, second, third, fourth uh, prizes are incremented down by the amount of money, so $1,000 for the first prize winner and on down to yeah. third and fourth place. Okay. Now, the entry fee is only $40, but I know this is like the major fundraiser for the Curry Andromus Fish Hatchery. It's on the Lower Rogue River. This is a volunteer-run salmon hatchery, which is really unique. Tell our listeners more about this operation. Yes, this has been going on since the very first cannery, fish cannery, was on the mouth of the Rogue River. It was uh, started by Dr. Hume, and he had a 
hatchery, cannery, quite productive, did really well. Uh, there was a lot of salmon that came in back in the day, and it's right just up Indian Creek, and the fish come back there every year. It's been well-maintained, and we just, we're just we all volunteers. I think it's the only one that I know of anywhere around that's all volunteer. And uh, we all start out with gathering up the brood stock and go through the year and pretty much raise them all year long and release them around November when they're the right size. Well, God bless you for doing that. Now, there's been a lot of concern about uh, the state of salmon runs throughout the greater Northwest. How has the lower Rogue River salmon run been doing in recent years? Well, it's all about the temperature of the water and the weather, basically. If we get rain and if we have enough uh, winter melt, we're in good shape. And right now we're in pretty good shape. We've had a lot of rain. In fact, it's June and we're still getting sprinkles. And um, so that's all really good. The water level has dropped uh, in the last week or so because we've had some sun. And some of it's controlled by the dam. So basically, we last year we petitioned for uh, the state to open up the dam right before our derby, and they did, and it was wonderful. We had plenty of water, a lot of fish came up. It was just the perfect timing. Well, not only are there a lot of fish to be caught there in that bay right below the bridge there, the Highway 101 bridge, but there's some big ones too. And I understand the world record Chinook salmon was actually caught on the lower Rogue River at Gold Beach, a 71 and a half pound salmon. What are the details on that story? Well, this gentleman was fishing out in the bay in a boat and he was fly fishing. He had a really light line, really light tackle, and he was fly fishing, and he hooked into this monster and basically fought it for a very, very long time. One of the ladies that worked at the port saw him struggling with this fish, and he came to the bank, and she and another person helped him land it basically on the bank. It was just so huge. They had to get to the bank to be able to manage the fish to get it in. Oh, my gosh. How long ago was this? Oh, um, it's been... Probably 10 years. Oh, just 10 years? Mm -hmm. I thought, you sure you're going to tell me, oh, this is back in the 1940s or 1950s. I mean, that is amazing that a 71-pound Chinook salmon was caught on the Rogue just 10 years ago. I never thought we'd see those weights again here in the Northwest. Well, and you can look at him because he uh, actually uh, is over the door at the uh, outdoor store. So Jim Carrey actually holds him (laughs) above the door. He's stuffed in, and it's the actual fish that was the record breaker. I love this. I guess we better tell folks where they can buy tickets if they want to participate. Again, the entry fee is $40. It's a great fundraiser for the, the salmon hatchery that you operate. Where can folks buy tickets? Well, they can go and check the locations at calfrogue at gmail.com. You can get them at the outdoor store with Jim Carrey. He's going to sell them again this year. We also are having them available at Jots, which is just across the bridge there on the north side of the Rogue River, and also Lex's Landing. So there's three places where you can pick up tickets now. And Jots, I've stayed there before. I've talked about a great location if you want to be right there on the bay. Heck, you can even fish from shore if you're staying at Jots, can't you? Yes. That is a great option. And one last thing we should mention. I understand that uh, volunteers from your organization are going to be manning a booth at the Port of Gold Beach on Independence Day, right by the fish cleaning station, of course. And I guess if folks have any questions at all, they can get them answered there, can't they? Yep, we'll have brochures, we'll have flyers, we're going to sell t-shirts and hats. People can just come and ask 
what's up with everything. They can buy their tickets there. They can look at the boards. The board should be up hopefully by that week, but it might be another week. All the boards are going to be traveling around this year, so we're going to have traveling boards. The raffle boards will be at the outdoor store, Jots and Lexus. People can buy tickets and put them in to the different items that they'd like to win off the raffle boards. It's all a great fundraiser, folks, and it's all a lot of fun, too. Again, if you're looking for a unique summer vacation idea, I really think this is it. It's the 13th annual CAF Rogue River Salmon Derby. The date's again August 10th. That's a Wednesday through Saturday, August 13th. And by the way, at the very end of this event, it ends on Saturday, August 13th at 3 p.m., but two hours later, you've got the awards banquet. Tell me about this and what the cost is to attend. Okay, so the awards banquet will be held at the community center, which is right down near the port, so it's pretty close to where we're going to be fishing. And it's a per-plate fee. There's going to be different dinners available. There'll be a vegan dinner, chicken, hamburgers, that kind of stuff. And it's uh, $15 a plate. It's when we do the raffle board draw. It's when we do silent auctions. So there'll be, like last year, we had a carved wooden fish that people fought over. It was hysterical. It was a beautiful work of art. And we're going to have another carved wooden fish again this year that, you know, stands up to about your knee. And um, it's hand-carved by a local artist here. And there's a lot of other stuff, like there's a handmade, beautiful uh, net that we usually uh, have one gentleman make one every year. And those usually go, the nets usually go for about $1,000. But it's a beautiful, gorgeous thing. Lots of cool stuff to be had at a silent auction there at the dinner. Sounds like a wonderful way to cap off a great event. All right, folks, again, one more time. It is the 13th annual CAF Rogue River Salmon Derby. Entry fee is only $40. The dates, again, Wednesday, August 10th through Saturday, August 13th, followed by the banquet at 5 p.m. You won't want to miss that. And there are plenty of places to stay at Gold Beach. Jots Resort is a good one, but there's plenty of other ones, too. Just hit Google Maps, start looking today, and book your vacation. Bring your boat. If you don't have a boat, you might want to look to see if a guide might be able to take you out, too. Uh, But you better hurry on those bookings because I know that'll book up fast. Anything else you want to add, Mary? Yeah, the uh, guides were completely full last year during the Derby event. It was really neat to have all that. You can also fish off the bank. There are ways to fish off the bank. So it isn't inclusive for people with boats only. All right, there you go. All sorts of ways to participate. Mary, we will talk more about this in the near future. But again, folks, make plans to attend. It's going to be a ton of fun. Thanks so much, Mary. All right, thank you very much. Enjoy a meal of wild Alaskan seafood delivered right to your door. Sina Sea offers premium quality wild Alaskan fish and shellfish to include Copper River King and Silver Salmon, Halibut, Black Cod, King Crab, and of course, Copper River Sockeye Salmon. Order it blast frozen or smoked and experience a slice of Alaska for a special meal you won't forget. Buy your seafood now at SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com. Hey 
as we start out this segment of the show, I need to tell you, Mary Duncan got a hold of me right after we were done with our interview with a couple of quick corrections. Number one, that world record Chinook salmon caught at the mouth of the Rogue River. It wasn't caught 10 years ago. It was caught 20 years ago. No worries, Mary. Time does fly, and I've made that very same mistake myself. Oh, and a correction on the price of the banquet dinner, too. It's actually $20 this year, not $15, but hey, it's still going to a good cause, so I hope you'll plan on fishing that Rogue River Salmon Derby next month and enjoy a great dinner and maybe win some raffle prizes, too. Next up on Northwestern Outdoors Radio, we are broadcasting from Mardon Resort at Potholes Reservoir in eastern Washington. That's where the Limit Out Performance Marine Big Bass Tournament just took place. And boy, oh boy, this was one heck of a tournament. 117 teams competing for a grand prize of $10,000 for the biggest bass. There were also hourly cash prizes of $600 for the biggest bass, $300 for the second biggest bass. And with us here to tell you more about it, is Chris Ferry. He's a general manager of Limit Out Performance Marine in Pacific Washington. Chris, what a great event. Yeah, John, it was a great event. Good to see the anglers come out. You know, the weather was uh, not what we expected. We had a little bit of wind on Saturday. You know, today was a little bit better day, but, you know, it was being a little post-frontal, uh, the bite was a little bit tougher. You know, it's funny you mention that. This is my, my third big bass tournament in a row here at Potholes Reservoir, and every time we've had to deal with a cold front, and, and it really does make things challenging. So, you know, for example, I came out here expecting to have luck with the reaction baits, and boy, oh boy, that was the wrong thing to throw on the first day, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the fish have been, with the weather patterns we've been having, the colder temps and the high water this year, uh, the fish have been, you know, moving up and down, up and down. They can't really, you know, settle into a groove. Um, So it's making it a little bit harder for the anglers to find them. You know, most of the guys that did catch them, you know, we were catching a two and a half pound average. Uh, They were catching a lot of fish, but it was just the bigger fish were really hard to come by. But... There's always people that do. And, you know, we did have, what was it? I'd say on average it was a fish that was in the four-pound range that was winning those hourly cash prizes and also the second-place prize? Yeah, correct. Uh, I think we only had one three-pound fish that actually won the first hour the first day uh, for second place. But everything else over that was over four. And the big fish, what was that? A big fish for this event was caught in the first tower on the first day as well. It was 5.81. Um, it was caught by uh, Quentin Money and Corey Ellsworth. And I understand they hail from Ellensburg. They do. You know, they used to live in Buckley on the west side, and I asked him today if he was still over there. He said, no, we, I'm over in Ellensburg now. So so they're locals. I mean, not real locals, but they're locals. And, and you know, uh, Quentin's been fishing our events for quite a while. You know, he's had some okay luck. You know, he blew his motor up in one of the events, and, you know, he's he put a new motor on his boat. But, you know, it's good to see him win and, you know, finally take home some money. Well, not only take home some money, you know, $10,000 plus $600 on top of that, that ought to help pay for those repairs on that motor. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we like to see these guys come out. You know, we don't wish that upon anyone, you know. Towed in a few boats yesterday that had some breakdowns, um, but our staff is real good about getting guys in safe. You know, we had some posts yesterday because it got blown up to almost 30 miles an hour at some point yesterday. And, and, you know, to get those anglers in safe and get, you know, back in and home to their families. You know, I'm not a, a huge tournament fisherman. I love tournament fishing, but, you know, I've only, I fish less than a dozen tournaments. I've got to tell you, though, in terms of the caliber of angler, I would say this is the highest I have been involved in. I mean, you've got not just a lot of nice boats, but you've got a, a lot of very recognizable names in the Northwest that are fishing this, and they're not just from Washington State either. 
No, correct. So we had um, uh, Billy Egan come up from One Bass. He came up. We had Jeremy Mann who came up 18 hours from California. We had a bunch of Oregon guys come over. A bunch of Idaho guys came over. So we're getting a good diverse crowd. Not to mention Taylor Smith who was top 10 in the Bassmaster Classic this year. Correct. A good thing for the Taylor is, you know, this is an event he can fish, but also next weekend he's kind of pre-fishing for next weekend. So uh, he's getting a, you know, a two for one on this one. So Chris, is much fun as this tournament was this isn't the only one you've got coming up here at mardon resort in potholes reservoir you've got a shootout coming up in july what's this tournament look like in terms of format so for our july shootout it's a little bit different format than our big bass so uh the july shootout um we take the top weights from day one the top 10 teams move on to day two for all the money we do pay out big fish for each day so even if you catch the biggest fish on day one don't make the top 10 you still get paid for that fish the top 10 go on to fish for all the money and down to 10 boats so it makes it hard because you want to conserve fish but at the same time you want to make sure you make the cut if you don't make the cut there's no reason to even you know show up for day two interesting and truly you're gonna get the best of the best in the northwest that are fishing that one question all your tournaments seem to be here at potholes reservoir all your tournaments seem to be here at mardon resort that's intentional why is that it's probably the uh, premier fishery on the east side right now. Um, you know, just the average weight of the fish, you know, two and a half, three pounds. I think it's a little bit down, you know, for the last two years. It's, it's starting to go on, a, you know, on a little bit on downside. But we don't know. That could just be weather from this year. I think in our past events, three and a half pounds was kind of an average. Uh, but the reason why, it's, it's a real diverse fishery. You can catch, you know, 20 pounds of smallmouth, 20 pounds, 20 plus pounds of largemouth. Um, you have sand dunes, you have rock fisheries, uh, you have current, you have, you know, bushes. I mean, it's just one of those fisheries that a lot of guys, if you haven't seen it, they come here and they're like, wow, you know, I've fished all over across the country and I've never seen anything like this. Oh, yeah. And the other factor, folks, and this is a huge factor, are the changing water levels of this irrigation reservoir because fishing it in June at full pool is completely different than fishing it in September or October when the water is low. It's a whole different game. Now, as for Mardon Resort, why do you like to come here and host your tournaments at this resort? Well, you know, the biggest thing is it's, it's a good place for everybody to come. Uh, you know, they have great places for people to stay. Uh, we've been with the Meesberg family for years and years and years, Mike Meesberg um, and his wife. You know, so it's just a great family. Uh, we've donated into their Columbia Basin Project, you know, for Habitat. You know, we like to give back to that. But still believe we're still the biggest donator for that Habitat Project. Um, and I think they have more, more coming in the future. You're listening to Northwestern Outdoors Radio. Again, we are broadcasting from Mardon Resort, Potholes Reservoir. We're talking to Chris Ferry. He's a general manager for Limit Out Performance Marine in Pacific. But that's not the only location you have. It was for years. That was your west side location, your only location. But you've got one in Spokane Valley now, too, don't you? Yeah, so our Spokane Valley uh, facility... We have technicians there. You know, we sell boats out of that place. So service, new boat sales. Uh, we don't have tackle in that facility yet. That's to come here, I think, in the next year. We'll start loading that place up. But plenty of tackle at the Pacific Store. I guess we should talk about the kinds of boats and the lines of boats you sell, too. Yeah, so we sell Bass Cat boats. That's one of our lines there. Uh, we do sell Phoenix Bass Boats as well. I mean, we've been a Bass Boat dealership for the last, you know, 12 years, and that's our deal. We don't do a lot of ski boat. You know, ski boats is not our thing. I mean, we're definitely focused on fishermen. And do you sell used boats too? Because I'm sure people are trading in boats when they're upgrading. Yeah, you know, the used boat market's 
really good right now. Unfortunately, prices have gone up just like on everything we've seen. But we do have a used boat line, or not used boat line, but a lot of consignment boats, a lot of used boats at both facilities. If You know, you can look at our website, you know, limitoutmarine.com. Um, you can look at our new boat selection, used boat selection, um, and give you a good idea of what we have. Last question is this, you know, a lot of folks want a boat, and it's kind of like the best of times and the worst of times to be a boat dealer, because lots of people want boats, but your ability to have boats in stock has been very limited because the demand's so high and the supply chain has been so broken. Are things getting any better? Yes and no. You know, we've seen, you know, with our Phoenix boats, we're still only about 18 weeks out, 18 to 20. Uh, That's a lot better than a lot of companies are right now. Yeah. On our Bass Cat side, we're seven to nine months. That's the norm, it seems, a lot of companies. Correct. Um, So we're definitely seeing... You know, depending on make, model, motors are still hard to get. I mean, things are getting harder and harder to get still. You know, a lot of the companies don't think we'll be have market correction until uh, 2024. Wow. Well, be patient, folks. But in the meantime, check out LimitMarine.com. Take a look at what's in stock. Keep in mind those Phoenix boats. There is a quick turnaround on those. And, again, a used boat might be a good bet right now, too. So talk to Chris. Talk to Russ Baker at the Spokane store. And... Consider, number one, getting a bass boat, and number two, getting involved with one of these tournaments on the Big Bass Trail. The website again, LimitOutMarine.com. Chris, thanks for hosting a really fun event. I really enjoyed participating. Perfect. Thanks, John, for having me. We've been talking about tasty walleye and salmon during this show, but I would be remiss if I didn't bring up halibut, that thick delicious tasting white fish from the sea. They can be hard to find in grocery stores these days, but you can get them without any effort at all from Sina Sea Seafood. They'll catch this wild fish for you out of Prince William Sound in Alaska, cut them into meal-sized fillets, package them up, and deliver them right to your door. If you are craving premium wild-caught halibut for a special occasion or heck, for any occasion at all, you are going to love this fish. Order yours today at SinaSea.com. That's S-E-N-A-S-E-A, SinaSea.com. Anglers are getting a raise this year with the Northern Pike Minnow Sport Reward Fishery Program, and the fish are biting. Here's how it works. First, register at a pike minnow station along the Columbia or Snake River. Next, go fishing for pike minnow and bring back all of them that measure 9 inches or longer. The fish are worth 6 8 or $10, and the more fish you catch, the more each one is worth. Keep an eye out for tagged fish, too, because those are worth 500 bucks. Go fishing, make money, and have fun. Find out more at pikeminnow.org. Come to Oregon's Wallowa County for outdoors adventure. Hike, ride, paddle, fish, or sightsee to your heart's content. And then visit one of our wonderful towns, whether it be Joseph with its beautiful bronze statues, our county seat in Enterprise, or one of our charming small towns like Wallowa, Imnaha, or Troy, where you can eat, shop, and sleep before continuing your adventure the next day. Plan your visit now at WallowaCountyChamber.com. That's WallowaCountyChamber.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is America's premier outfitter with the gear you need for fishing, hunting, camping, paddling, cooking, and just about anything else you can do in the woods or in the water. With over 125 stores across America, there is bound to be a Sportsman's Warehouse near you with not only the gear you need, but also the experts to help you get the most out of the product you purchase. Head down to your local Sportsman's Warehouse today or shop online anytime at sportsmans.com. That's sportsmans.com. 
public lands and waters are integral to our outdoor heritage. Become a member of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers and stand up for our public lands and waters. Visit backcountryhunters.org today. We've got time for one more shot of Northwestern Outdoors Radio with John Cruz. I am glad you're back because it's time for your Sportsman's Warehouse Trivia Question of the Week. And this time around, it's about the mountain beaver. It's native to Oregon, Washington, and California. And it turns out it's not a beaver at all. It's not even related to the American beaver. It's just a mere rodent. However, the animal got its name because it shares one characteristic with the American beaver. And here's your question. What is that shared characteristic? Is it A, a paddle-shaped tail, B, the fact that they both build wooden dams, or C, that they both chew on trees? If you want to venture a guess, you know what to do. Go to our Northwestern Outdoors Radio Facebook page. If you haven't already, I hope you'll like and follow that Facebook page. It does help us out. Then go to the post thread where we have the question and give us your answer there. If you don't do Facebook, I don't blame you a bit. Just go to our website at northwesternoutdoors.com and shoot us an email and let us know. What is the one characteristic that the mountain beaver shares with the American beaver? Is it A, a paddle-shaped tail, B, the fact they both build wooden dams, or C, the fact that they both gnaw on trees? One lucky person who guesses right will win the $25 gift card we give away every week from America's premier outfitter, and that gift card would come in very handy this week at a Sportsman's Warehouse store near you because the Independence Day sale is going on now, and there's some great deals to be had. We're not just talking about fishing tackle and hunting items here. We're talking about $100 off a Camp Chef pellet grill. 25% off select Marbit and Teton sleeping bags, up to $100 off on rafts, stand-up paddle boards and kayaks, and a whole lot more. Don't miss out on this sale running through July 4th at your nearest Sportsman's Warehouse. And on that note, we are plumb out of time. So until next time, do take care, God bless, and make it a point to spend some time outdoors. <laughs>